When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What they know about them Texas boys. You're listening to the most dangerous show in Texas. Fight Night on 104.9 The Horn. Wherever you are, however you may be listening, it is now Fight Night. Welcome to Fight Night on 104.9 The Horn and hornfm.com. I'm your host, Eddie Cross. You can find me on Twitter at Eddie Experience, one E in the middle. And joining me as always... My new almost neighbor, Mr. Jordan Wahlberger. Jordan, won't you I be made my it up neighbor? Here. Won't you be my neighbor? I thought that's what I was hoping you were going to say right there. Oh man, I'm I'm so tired. I didn't even think of anything funny. Well, I'm glad you're here. It's Eddie. It's great to see you. I wish I could see you in person. Not yet. We will make it happen soon enough. Uh, but guys, you can follow us at Fight Night ATX on Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook. Eddie. Uh, I'm looking at you right now, and um, mm-hmm. you're welcome. I'm just gonna let you vent a little bit. I know that you've had a rough day, <sighs> so I, I want to get into your. I want to hear you, Eddie. You are heard. Let, let's let's go. What what's going on? No rough days, plural. Um, Saturday, my movers were supposed to show up at nine. Okay, so they get there. They clock in about nine twenty. No big deal. Normally, it takes about three hours to move my apartment. Hour to get everything out, drive over, hour to get everything in, you know, middle of extra time, who knows? Jordan, can you guess how long it took these guys to move my apartment? I'm going to say it took 12 hours. It felt like it. It was seven. Okay. Seven hours, a full day's work. They claimed that they had another move that they were supposed to start uh, around noon. I'm like, well, you didn't act like it. Seven hours at 150 bucks an hour. Oh, you're paying by the hour. Yeah. Ooh, yikes. But I had a quote. So let me tell you, me and the owner, we're having some discussions. So so a thousand bucks, essentially. Yeah. What'd they tell you it was going to be? Wait, 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 wait. 375. All right. So uh, did you cut a check for a thousand dollars? Credit card. So I can be disputed later on. Okay. If they don't meet my... Uh, conditions. I, I told the guy, I don't want to go full Karen on them, but I will do what I have to do. And to top it off, Jordan, my lovely, comfortable couch is sitting in my garage because they couldn't get it through the doors and upstairs. That's a you problem, Eddie. That's a, hey, you forgot to measure problem. That's not a those guys problem. But still, hey, seven hours is different does, than 375. The measuring. They're the ones that do the measuring. Okay, so that's the beginning of it, Jordan. Sunday, let's see, uh, trying to set up, got no hot water, that's always fun, um, AT&T, instead of sending me a technician like I told them to, they sent me the box and said, hey, butthead, uh, just do it yourself, except nothing is like it's, uh, it is in the animations and the uh, directions, get on the phone with the guy, I'm like, oh, you just need this piece, is that in the box? I'm like, no, it's not in the box. 
So it took until literally we started this started this show. Take you behind the scenes. Monday night, nine o'clock is about the time I finally got my internet working. But now it's working though. Now you're good. Now it's working. Still no couch. So you couldn't watch TV until Monday night. I was able to uh, connect my uh, HD uh, over the air antenna. Okay. So you could watch so ABC. I, watch, I could watch. Uh, I was watching Laugh. Okay. A little bit of a How I Met Your Mother. A little bit of that '70s show. I may or may not have um, used my phone to pull up uh, to watch Forbidden Door. Okay. From AEW. But we'll talk. We won't talk about that. No, we won't. We'll leave that for Stu. But dude, this has been like my moves are always easy. I'm a pro with this. You know, I'm not even like scrounging for boxes. I got like. 16, 18 plastic bins. Everything was set to go. These guys were literally making like casts with plastic around all my stuff. I'm like, it's a, it's a, it's a chair. It's a bar stool. You don't need it to wrap it in plastic like you're shipping it to, from China. Okay? Stick it in the truck. You're, we're going 20 minutes. I mean, we didn't leave my place until well after they normally should have been finishing the second place. It's just all been ridiculous, dude. Good luck. Well, it's, it's like karma for everything else being so easy before with uh, my other moves. I mean, karma for probably also, a lot of reasons. Let's be honest. The, the guy that I normally used to move is on vacation. So this is your fault, Ted. Well, I mean, let's, let's, let's not name names here, all right? So, no, Ted's the good guy. So, so what we're saying, Eddie, is that on, on Saturday, while you're waiting for the move, you could have hooked up your over-the-air antenna, and you could have watched... UFC. No, because they ABC. almost forgot to bring it. They almost forgot to bring in my TV. I'm sitting there while I'm like, like, hey man, where the hell's my TV? Look at what's still in the truck. Go get that. Did you watch but the while, fights? I did watch them Sunday. Okay, that's fair. Because I connected to my phone's hotspot to get the TV working. Oh, dude, I had so much time waiting around Saturday that I was able to fully clean my kitchen and bathroom. And bedroom while waiting on these guys. All right. Well, uh, Eddie, I'm, I'm sorry that happened. Uh, I was able to watch the fights. I watched it from outside. We were at the, in, in, out on the pool. We watched uh, it. Was a, uh, it was an enjoyable time. I really enjoyed uh, Man, watching the fights from I, the pool. What's that? I hate you. I was, I, you know what? I was busy. I was, That's all. You should have just, just come over. Just, Why don't you just come over? Uh, but let's talk. Eddie. Hey, you, by see, the way. Yes. Can, can I borrow your wife to help me get my apartment in order? My wife what? Yeah, can I borrow her to help me fix up my apartment? No, not a chance. Uh, that, that's definitely not going to happen. Uh, Eddie, just sharing is caring, one Jordan. thing for me, uh, Chris Paul to the Warriors. Uh, I might have to now cheer for the Warriors. If the Clippers are out, Ooh, I might have to cheer what? for the Warriors. I, I, love, I love Chris Paul. So, Look, first the Spurs, now the Warriors. I know. You were just a fair-weather fan. I know. I like, uh, I like, I like players. It, it's, a, it's a crazy thing. Let's talk, though, UFC on ABC, Eddie. We heard Joe Rogan before say, welcome to the Mishita era. Are we just in, we just, do we just start the Ilya Tapuria era? You mean the Tapurera? Tapurera? I mean, I don't know if it, I don't know if it, uh, it comes off this. That's not going to catch on, is it? I don't know if it's exactly the same, how we'd want it. But, Ilya you know, Tapurera? maybe, maybe that's what we'll go. Uh, Eddie, only 26 years old. Ran through. I mean, ran through. Oh my god! The fifth ranked fighter in featherweight. Uh, the guy's a star. 
He looks good. He looks the part. He fights the part. It was so impressive to see the way that Ilya Tapuria just fought, right? Uh, it's crazy this fight got a, uh, a a fight of the night. I understand why Ilya Tapuria got right. a, a bonus. I don't know why Josh Emmett's out here getting bonuses when he got a 50-42 scorecard, a 10-7, Eddie, a 10-7 yeah, in the fourth round. That makes no sense. Number one, the referee should have saved him from himself, from himself after the fourth. And number two, Allen versus Silva deserved that fight of the night bonus. That was a back, uh, I, I and, back said, and forth brawl. I, well, I think Allen probably definitely deserved a bonus. Uh, yeah. I actually thought that Macy Barber versus Amanda Hivas could have got the bonus as well. That was a fun fight. That was, that was a wild too, fight. Yeah. Uh, but I just, you know, Josh Emmett, a 50-44, a 50-42, and a 49-45. is crazy what? to think that you're giving that guy who was on the receiving end. And he has a lot of heart. Totally get it. Understand. But. I mean, it must have been the first round because he came out swinging hard. But that, that's got to be it. Yeah. I mean, that was incredible. That, that, that was the one scorecard, right, that someone gave him on uh, – uh, someone gave him a score the, the first round, Josh Emmett. Uh, but then everything else, all the way to Ilya Tapuria. So uh, I told you for a while that I have been high on Ilya Tapuria. He's one of the guys that I think is, is going to be an up-and-comer. This fight made me feel like, oh, man, you put him up against a Calvin Cater. You put him up a Brian Ortega. I don't know if I'm ready to say he can beat Volkanovski right now. I don't well, know if he's, he's waiting on Volk. He he might wait on Volk. He said unless he can get Max Holloway in Spain, which would be really cool. He said he he's willing to wait. Well, I don't even so, know if if Volk's gonna be around, right? Let's say Volk beats Yair Rodriguez in two weeks. Mm-hmm. Does Volk stick around in the division? Or does he move up and he try to go back after that one fifty five belt that now to this point has eluded him? That he could have won. He he. If the scorecards were different, he he would have won that fight. Well, yeah. If the scorecards were different, yeah. sure. But I mean, that's, that's how it works. But it wasn't but, like it wasn't out of the question. Like he could have won that fight. No, no, like, it wasn't out of the fight. question. Yeah. But I I still rather see. There's a lot of good matchups still left at, at featherweight. Like Ilya Tapura, Tapuria. Yeah, man. Yeah. If if I was, but if I was uh, Alexander Volkanovsky, I would say, you know what? I'm ready to go up. I'm ready to move on. <laughs> and uh, Ilya Tapuria, maybe you will fight Max Holloway or or the winner of the Korean Zombie Max Holloway fight. That would be something mm-hmm. that would be uh, be fun to watch. It would be, but I, I'd like to see Volk stick around a little bit because Tapuria versus Volkanovsky would be a classic. Yeah. No, he is good, man. I was I was so impressed with just. And his he said he'd be willing to go to Australia too. He doesn't care. He'll go anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. The yeah. dude is a star. Like, the and dude. Do you remember when him and, and Patty Pimblett were going back and forth in the hotel lobby? And people were like, oh, you should match up Ilya Tapuria against Patty Pimblett. I don't care that it's a different weight class. Ilya Tapuria would murder. Yeah, that's not He would that's murder Patty Pimblett. Well, it depends on how fat Patty comes in. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, uh, uh, that's not a good idea. And I feel bad for Emmett, too, man. Because, you know, I, I like him. And I was cheering. I was rooting for him to get that interim title shot, you know. And at least he can say he finally got his shot. He did, it didn't work out for him. But I thought he was about to retire at the end. I did. I think. I think. Uh, I think Daniel Cormier also thought he was going to retire right there. Yeah. <laughs> and then he pulls his gloves off, just keeps talking, and leaves. I'm like, oh, um, oh, I thought we were doing a thing here. Yeah. No, that was uh, that was crazy. So a uh, great fight. Yeah. He says he's going to wait. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if he, you know. So he was ranked eighth. Emmett was ranked fifth, so he should take that spot. He should take the fifth spot. I don't know 
if I think that that win was, uh, I mean, gosh, I think he's so good. I think he's going to be a champion one day. So does he really need to fight someone else? No, but if you want to say a meritocracy and you want to say, hey, you should fight the number three ranked guy as well, uh, you know, you kind of keep fighting up the, the, the rankings. Maybe he fights Brian Ortega. Uh, maybe he fights a Max Holloway, and, and that gets him to be a number one contender. But, I mean, he he is so good. Yeah, that would be good to see, man. And and it's almost like, I'm not going to say I didn't know about him, but he it's almost like he's come out of nowhere because he hasn't been, like, top of these cards yet. And now that he has, man, whew. Yeah. You're not going to forget him. It was great. It was great to see him fight a five-round main event to go all the way, but he just dominated. I mean, he he looked fantastic. Uh, and, and I think just, you know, going to the co-main event, another fighter who looked fantastic. She's now won five in a row. Uh, Macy Barber, uh, she may not be, you know, the youngest champion ever. Uh, she's not going to beat John Jones's record, but this was a great win for, for Macy Barber uh, to defeat someone who was ranked higher than her and to do it the way she did it. Yeah, I was really surprised. Just... You know, you see Amanda Hibas and you think back to what she's done and you don't think she's going to get finished like that. Well, first off, you don't really think she's going to get finished. But now it's two finishes in a row. That's that's surprising. And then just this, ooh, this, this way, this bloody beat up way. I mean, that was shocking. Yeah. It's cool to watch, but it was shocking. Yeah. Now, the great, great way for her, obviously she wants Alex, Alexa Grasso. She fought her back in, in February 2021. Uh, hold your horses. You're probably not there yet. You're going to get in the top 10 here. And uh, there's lots of other fights for you. Uh, you mentioned Brendan Allen earlier. He defeated Bruno Silva by first round sub. Uh, great win. Really looks good. Out here calling out uh, Israel Asanya. Probably yeah. not there yet. Hey, man. He says he's ready. He says he's ready to headline. Uh, I don't think so. I mean, maybe a headline a card. He said he wanted a headline a card in Louisiana, unless Dustin uh-huh. Poirier was on there. Um but yeah, I don't know if he's ready yet. David Onama, he did the uh, the Izzy uh, celebration, the shooting arrows, yeah, the uh, arrow thing. Yeah, I, I don't know. If that's mm. that's a thing that we should be doing. Uh, Justin I Taffa, think, I think he went more arrows. Yeah, uh, arrows. Justin Taffa got his eyes just, I mean, just poked. Oh my god, to dude, death. that that was like the worst eye poke I've ever seen. I've never seen someone bleeding from the eye before. Yeah, that was that was gross. Let's just be honest. And, yeah, and they said they're like, oh, can he fight? I don't know. No. Yeah, no, Stop you shouldn't got there. Uh, what else? What else stood Rick out to Rick Flair would have been proud of that eye poke. I just wanted to say. Yeah. Um, what else? Dude, um, I might be in love with Tabitha Ricci. I mean, who could blame me? But also, she won her fourth straight. So, uh, she'll be uh, moving up the rankings. Uh, Matus Rebeski. Did you see that fight, dude? I mean, leg kicks from hell. He looks for real. Yeah. Little, uh, built like a little bulldog guy. Um, Neil Magny. Still out here doing Neil Magny things, gatekeeping like an MFR. Um, just uh, welterweight uh, wins record, just rising and rising. I mean, and the funny thing is, it's like he was fighting his clone. Yeah. That was ridiculous to see. I'm like, wait, which, wait, wait, turn around, turn around, which one? Okay. Yeah. Neil Magny what? doing Neil Magny things. Yes. Yeah. Yes. All right. Eddie, let's jump over. Let's talk PFL 6. You oh, had boy. in the main event. Uh, Olivier Aban Mercier, he defeated Anthony Romero. Third round KO, knee, uh, Sabado Sai uh, versus Shane Mitchell. That spinning wheel kick was Dude, nasty. That was the most nonchalant head kick knockout you'll ever see in your life. Yeah. He just kind of throws it out of nowhere, walks away like he just, you know, threw a little paper on someone's porch. 
Yeah, that one was crazy. Uh, you got Shane Burgos getting the decision win. Magomed, Magomed Karimov, uh, Magomed Umaladov, and uh, and Clay Collard uh, defeating a retiring Stevie Ray. Eddie, but the yeah, large... You wouldn't know it, but there were some great finishes yeah. on this card. Yeah. The largest drama of the night was uh, Natan Schulte. He defeats uh, Roush Manfio in a terrible fight. Let's just say, call it what it is. It was a terrible fight, uh, but it was a win nevertheless. And the win gave Schulte six points. Uh, he was now 2-0 and and uh, locked in his spot for the playoffs. And so they said that on, on the broadcast that he had made the playoffs. And then on Saturday, the PFL put out a release uh, suspending Schulte and Manfield for the remainder of the season. This is what it said. It said, last night, Natan Schulte and Roush Manfield did not meet the standards which all PFL fighters agree to hold up in competition. All fighters in their PFL fight agreements agree to use their best efforts, skills, and abilities as a professional athlete to compete and defeat any opponent. And... It said that they were clear. So if you looked on the rankings now, Schulte is now one and one. He only has three points. And Burgos jumped into the playoffs. So they suspended them from the playoffs. They removed the win. Uh, I don't know if you saw on Monday, I went back and forth with Nathan Schulte on Twitter. Just asking him. So, hey, so the Georgia Commission, they did not cancel. They didn't overturn it. But the PFL did overturn it. So, PFL, this, this is a clown show. Uh, you talk a big game about how you're a fighter-first organization, but get out of here. Uh, you saw an opportunity to put your newest acquisition from the USC, who missed the playoffs, by the way, and they took advantage of it. But by the way, Eddie, why did he miss the playoffs? Because of bad matchmaking in the first place. They put Shane Burgos up against the champion, OAM, in the first fight in the division in the playoffs. So, going back to Schulte versus Manfield, it was a bad fight. Uh, and neither fighter really went for damage. Uh, but this was not the finals. This wasn't the play. This was the playoffs, right? And it was a round robin fight that the matchmakers made. Regular season. They yeah. could have put them up against anybody, and it was public knowledge to them that those two are best friends. They are exclusive training partners. Natan is even the godfather of House's daughters. Uh, they know each other's styles. They know everything about them. Yet the PFL still put them up against each other, and now they're upset. Now they're upset that that's the way the fight went when you had the opportunity to move it there, and and so they took him out, and so now Natan Schulte, a two-time champion, is now out of the tournament and now has the opportunity to not win a million dollars. Now, Natan Schulte, he went to Twitter to plead his case, even engage Francis Ngannou, who, if you remember, Francis Ngannou is now on the PFL's Global Athlete Advisory Board. He's a minority That's right. equity owner. So Francis, as a Global Athlete Advisory member on the board, you do have a responsibility now to speak out. To talk about it, you better say something because this is an absolute clown show from the leadership of the PFL. Take a breath, Jordan. Whew. Love it. Um, but you're right. Um, what happened to fighters first? This is some clown show UFC stuff right here. You know? Um, and I doubt Francis can do much of anything by himself, but we at least need to hear something from him. You know, he's like the only fighter out there with a real voice, a seat at the table with the ownership and man- management. So he needs to, at least needs to say something. Contract signed. You're getting all your money. You need to speak out. Totally agree. It was a great night, man. It was, it's a bummer that that's what we have to see coming out of it. And it's a bummer for Shane Burgos because he is going to be wrapped in this, right? Like, if he, Let's say he wins. He wins, but he really didn't make the tournament in the first place. Right. And I'm like, if you want to send a... Uh, you know, send a message to people, make an example out of somebody, you find them maybe. Tell them. Tell them Um, afterwards. Tell everybody afterwards. Yeah. You tell them, we're docking your purse 50% because this fight was horrible. Um, You tell them, um, 
we're not going to let you go into this the season next year or something. I, I don't know. Something else. I don't, Eddie, you don't I, just I don't, change the results. I don't know if you saw the payouts, though, Eddie. Uh, that would be pretty devastating to some of the people. Some of the guys on this fight card only made $3,000 to fight. $3,000. So a quarter of what the entry-level fighter in the UFC makes. So maybe they spent all that money on uh, on Francis and, and they can't pay everybody now. Oh, <laughs> please. Um, but still, man, it's, it, it's really messed up. You don't. You never see in the NFL if the Cowboys and the Rams play, and you know the quarterbacks hurt, so they're just running it the whole time. No one says, "Oh, this game sucked. We're going to change the outcome." No one's making the playoffs. Well, they didn't. They didn't strip Carla Sparza after she beat Rose because it was a inactive fight where no one really engaged. Yeah. Well. Exactly. You know, uh, Anderson Silva's had a couple stinkers. You know, even Francis has had a stinker. Yeah, I was there. With Derek Lewis. So he should understand. But also, PFL, your matchmaking sucks. You should know better than, number one, to put your new acquisition against a champion. First off, right out of the gate. You want that to be later on in the playoffs, at least. And secondly, guys talk all the time about how they don't want to fight their friends. All the time. These guys are more than friends. And everyone knew it. Not in a weird way, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like brothers, okay? Yeah. And, well, brothers fight. I know I've had a few. You've had a few. You don't want to do it, especially this way. Yeah. Especially when you know you you could cost the other one a ton of money. So, you're stupid. And then you put stupid on top of stupid. I don't love it, Eddie. All right, let's quickly, let's go through uh, Ryzen and uh, and 1FC. Uh, Eddie, just tell us what we need to know from each of these. Uh... Jordan, I was moving, so I have no idea what happened in one. Uh, I know in Ryzen, holy cow, did you see that Minoru Kimura knockout? I did, man. He was just standing outright then. Just knocked out on his feet. Literally like he was hugging the air and then just fell on his face. That was amazing. At at one, I was going to tell you that Anatoly Malikin defeated Arjun Buller to become the heavyweight champion. That was a a great win. It was a great win for uh, Malikin. And then over at BKFC... On Friday, yet Luis Palomino he defeated James Lilly, uh, defended his BKFC World Lightweight Championship. He wants big names. He calls out Mike Perry, calls out Eddie Alvarez, Jose Aldo, Jeremy Stevens. He is forty-two. I actually did see that fight. I got into it right about the third round Friday night while I was cleaning, so that was good. And Palomino was always fun to watch, man. Nice. I hope he gets one of those big fights. Nice. All right, Eddie. That is a little bit of BKFC Ryzen one. PFL and UFC. Guys, you're listening to Fight Night right here on 104.9 The Horn, hornfm.com. We will be right back. It's What's Up With That. Woke up this morning and I got out of bed. Had a big old cup of coffee to clear my head. Been home for a while and that's where I'm at. But we can still jam on What's Up With That. Ooh, we. What's up with that? What's up with that? Ooh-wee. What's up with that? What's up with that? What's up with that? You, yeah. Woo-wee. Welcome back to Finite on 104.9 The Horn and HornFM.com. I'm Eddie, that's Jordan. And Jordan, did I hear that the writer strike is over? Is it that is news to me? That doesn't mean we're going to get some episodes uh, in the meantime. 
But yeah, probably not of SNL. No, no, they're they're done. They're not coming back. We're not we're not getting that uh, that piece back for us, Eddie. I'm not gonna miss the uh, Pete Davidson thing, but I do miss SNL just in general. I just assumed that it was gonna be a bunch of Pete Davidson like doing Taco Bell commercials over and over again. I thought that's what we were gonna get. So I'm not sure exactly at the end of the day what's gonna happen here. And you know what? That's what we deserve because Jordan, aside from all the crap this past weekend. I hate my life for the fact that I just have to talk about this. And this is the kind of world we live in with Pete Davidson commercials and the gimmickiest of gimmick fights. Dana White is throwing it out there like it's a real thing. And the fact that we have to talk about it makes me want to slap myself. But I have to say this. Jordan, what's up with that? Eddie, I'll tell you right now. You know what's crazy is I actually had someone bring this up to me this weekend. Someone asked me about this and like, am I excited for this to happen? And obviously yeah, people ask me about it at work. I said, no, no, I'm not. So obviously we're talking right now. Mark Zuckerberg uh, from Facebook versus Twitter's Elon Musk. Uh, they went back and forth on Twitter. Uh, Musk said, hey, I would be up for a cage match if he is. LOL. Uh, Mark Zuckerberg responds, says, send me location. Uh, that's, you know, a shout out to Khabib. Uh, Eddie, why are we? Why is this happening? And then Dana White takes it to another level, says, hey, I talked to both guys. They're in. They want to do it. This is a fight. That could happen. That's not what I want to hear. I don't want to hear Dana White say that this could happen, uh, telling that uh, uh, they're both interested, that they both... And also, it would be the biggest fight ever. He defended the fight saying that this is not a gimmick fight. Oh, God. So this, this is not a gimmick fight. This is what he quoted. So he said, this is what a gimmick fight is. He says, this isn't a gimmick fight. Gimmick is MMA guys doing boxing and getting no, beat. A gimmick. We have seen it already and know how it ends. This is a fight between two of the most powerful, richest guys in the world. Who will win? Question mark. Who has seen this before? Nobody. It's a crossover fight that literally everyone will watch. I want to address this, though. Dana says that we have never seen this before. He says, who has seen this before? If you go online right now and you search bad fights. (laughs) <laughs> guess what? You're going to see what this fight looks like. This is yeah. not going to be a good fight. We talked, Eddie, we talked about Natan Schulte uh, and, uh, and, and Manfio last, last round. Yeah. This yeah. would be worse. I was going to ask this you This would be worse than this fight. When's the last time you think either one of them got punched in the face? Punched in the face? I mean, let's be honest. I do know that uh, I, I, you know, Mark Zuckerberg is training BJJ. Yeah, Eddie. so he's probably taking a couple legs and arms to the face accidentally. He, I trained BJJ. I am not a high-level fighter, right? I did train BJJ. I, I don't, I don't want to say that I train right now. I did. I have previously multiple times. Uh, I'm a third, third-stripe white belt. Okay. But Mark Zuckerberg. I'm the whitest of white belts. Probably could beat me, which is fine. But give me a break. Like, this is not something that should happen. And so my friend's like, you know, I'm like, would you watch this? He's like, absolutely. I said, how much would you pay to watch this? And he was like $500. I said, what are you talking about? Who said that? Uh, how, Ryan, how, what are you thinking? Like, how is this even like a thing that okay, you would watch this? If this was in person, Maybe you in person. Him. Well, I was in person. I said, this is never going to happen. These are not two guys that we're going to see fight. This is a gimmick. This is a, the gimmicky of all gimmicks, right? So, Dana, I know you said that this is, uh, you know, this is not a gimmick fight. This is a gimmick fight. We know how bad fights look. This would be a bad fight. I'd rather see... Uh, Masvidal's street fights from Miami back in the day. Okay, at least those were actual tough guys, or at least thought they were tough guys, who had been in a scrap before. These are a couple of nerds 
who, well, actually, Zuckerberg's just out there living life. Elon is first off, so bad. Zuckerberg's a nerd. Don't don't try yes. to don't try to qualify that he's not a nerd. He's a oh nerd. no, he's definitely a nerd. Yeah. He's not out here trying to be the cool guy. Elon, Mister Emerald Mine, born with a silver spoon in my mouth, wants so badly to be liked by the dude bros and incels on Twitter that he'll just agree to whatever. And that's where we are now. They're like, oh yeah, that sounds good. Yeah, I'll do it. And that's basically his ego is what got him into Twitter in the first place, talking trash with his thumbs. And then Twitter called his bluff, and he tried to back out, and he couldn't. Had to go to the Saudis to get extra capital because he didn't just have $44 billion sitting around. Is, is it interesting, Eddie, the who, which fighters are going to who? Who's offering to train who on this? Have you noticed that? It is weird that GSP just stuck his nose in it. John Jones out but, there saying he'll trade Zuck? That, that, that doesn't surprise me. That John Jones stuck his nose in it because, you know, he's all over Twitter all the time. Oh, I, I thought, oh, man, I thought you just set yourself up because John Jones sticks his nose in a lot of things. <laughs> no, he sticks things in his nose. That's Other true. way around, Jordan. No, uh, allegedly. G- GSP coming out of nowhere. That one, that did surprise me. Figured it would have been someone like uh, Chael or Jake Shields or something. But actually, at least GSP will teach him how to throw a punch and a kick. Those two will just uh, teach, him how, teach him how to lay on someone. I'm just sad. I'm just sad that this is happening. Uh, yeah, really. It's all just like a shameless money grab by the UFC. Uh, added in with Dana sucking up to billionaires just because he's also a Twitter dude, bro. And he's like literally a 4chan troll come to life. But look, as much blame as I put at Dana White's feet, I also blame Connor and Stipe. If Connor McGregor and Stipe Miocic had agreed to fights and the UFC had a couple mega fights to promote this year, Dana wouldn't be out here in these streets chasing dollars like a Vegas bunny. So, so let's be clear that you're not saying that they should have agreed to fight each other because that would not be good. Connor no. fighting Stipe would not be a good thing. No, no. Uh, that, that is a gimmick fight. So you're saying <laughs> Connor, who we know, well, at least we think, right, from all the understandings that we have is that Connor did not make his, his USADA deadline, right, where he right. gave his first test, where he entered it. You know, he, granted, he's got a few other things going on, uh, but he didn't make that, that deadline of, you know, inserting that first test and giving that first test. And so he's not eligible. We don't believe to fight this year. So you're saying right. that's without that's, a waiver. The other one they're saying is Stipe fighting at, uh, at MSG in November against John Jones. Had those yes. fights not happened. So I don't know. I don't know I'm, if that's the issue actually, because on Monday I'm, I'm saying if the UFC was focused on promoting their own normal fights, they wouldn't be out here doing stupid things. It's like when you've got a beautiful wife at home, Jordan, you're not out here in the bars chasing I'm not going to say don't the H word. Don't I hope. I but know, you know what I mean. I don't know what the H word is, but that's fine. Now there's a chasing tail. Okay. Yes. Okay. Uh, Eddie, good news is, is that on Monday, Chael Sonnen, he told Errol Hawani that Mark Zuckerberg his nose in it. confirmed to him that he's agreed to the fight and it's happening at UFC 300. So middle of next year. Could you imagine? I mean, you got Jim Miller on the card. Jim Miller and... <laughs> Elon Musk and Mark Zuckerberg fighting in the main event. Isn't, that's just, that's disrespectful. Let's be honest. Now, I believe Zuckerberg would agree to it in a heartbeat. But I do not believe until he walks into the cage that Elon Musk will actually get in there and fight. Because this whole thing is trying to look like the cool, tough guy online. And when he goes out there and gets tapped out by the nerdiest of nerds, 
I mean, that, that whole thing's going to take a hit. His ego can't afford that. Eddie, I mean, the good news is, uh, through all of this, I now know what to get you for Christmas. I'll, I'll be getting you the Zuckerberg versus Musk uh, <laughs> UFC t-shirt. Did you see that? I did. And the sad thing is I believe you do it to me. For you, I would do that. I would do that. That would be the best. So. Oh, I hate my life, man. Oh, sometimes I just want to Eddie, stick my, stick my head in the oven. There's already odds no, on I'm this kidding. fight. There's already odds on this fight. How much? What would you think? What, what would you guess is the odds? Who's the favorite? Um, Zuckerberg minus 1,000. Not, not quite that much. It's Zuckerberg minus 500. So he does open up as a big favorite here. Okay. So if I put 20 bucks on Zuck, I would get can, back, can we just what, say, five? Can, can we just say $100? Let's, let's make it e- easy for us. Look, man, we're not all out here like... I, I, but, I can't, uh, but I can't figure it out, right? I don't know. I don't know if it's $20. <laughs> I, need, I need you to make okay, it easy. Okay, okay, okay. Divide by five. Jordan. Yeah. All right. If I put 100 bucks on Zuckerberg... You're getting 20 so it's not worth it. Yeah, all right. No. Although, all right, no. although, did you see the people that were like put the money on like Wembenyama to go first last week? Oh yeah, some guy won like six bucks. Yes, or something. Yes, he bet like a thousand dollars and he won like six dollars. And he just wants to uh, uh, hang that ticket on the wall, frame it, and yeah. but dude, I'm I'm excited. You see all the old ladies and stuff out there greeting Wembenyama at the airport? No, but I'm excited too. I mean, I went to a lot of Spurs games last year, and. I, you don't know who they are, right? You're, you're not really into like who the Spurs have on the team. I'm excited. Well, not last year because yeah. I expected them to tank. I, yeah. this, I this like season. Devin Vassell. I like Jeremy Sohan. I like Kelvin Johnson. Uh, I like Trey Jones. And, and that's something from someone who hated the Spurs growing up. Hated them. How dare you? But it's, it's, not, it's not the worst, I'll be honest. I'm excited. Hey. I want to see him versus Chet Holmgren. I think that'll be fun. Yeah, I'm excited too. All right, Jordan, speaking of gimmicks... There is a rumor about who might come in to fight for the UFC Bantamweight title on the women's side since Amanda Nunes retired. What's up with that? Eddie, do you know who, where I'm going to go with this one? Blanchfield? No. Okay, good. I mean, Blanchfield wouldn't be as big of a gimmick. But, Eddie, with Amanda Nunes retiring from the UFC and vacating her belts, there are talks in the UFC that a current WWE Tag team champion could be making a return. Ronda Rousey coming back and stepping into a title fight, an undeserved title fight by all means. John Anik, UFC commentator, best commentator in the world right now. He spoke with MMA fighting and he did talk about it was a possibility. He didn't believe that. No, she had merit that she didn't deserve it, but there was definitely a possibility. Uh, now, is he saying it's a possibility because he's talked to her, or he's just saying it's a possibility because he knows uh, it would get Dana's, uh, the arms? I, I don't believe that Dana's he said it. Up. I don't think he confirmed that it was a possibility of her coming in. There are other rumors that are out there that, that the UFC is in talks about Ronda Rousey making a comeback. So he just, someone asked him about it, and he said, uh, well, she probably doesn't deserve it. It would probably be the right time to do it. Uh, maybe she comes in and, and she knows she would not deserve, uh, you know, jumping over anyone uh, for that, because obviously we haven't seen her since, uh, you know, she lost to Amanda Nunes in under a minute at UFC 207. That was back in 2016. But he did say that, you know, he could see that happening. And could you imagine her stepping in against Raquel Pennington or Juliana Pena? No. Uh, so basically what they're saying is someone in the break room at the UFC headquarters said, hey, hey wouldn't it be cool if Ronda came back and fought for the title? And now it's people in the UFC are discussing. Yeah. I'm like, man, come on. After the way Ronda left, 
and was ceremoniously booted out and how much she hated everything about it and how successful she is now. And, the, and after having a kid, there's no way she's going back. I'm just to saying, UFC. who owns the WWE now? Endeavor. Who owns the UFC? Endeavor. Who probably still actually has a contract? Who has a contract right now with the UFC? Probably, if she was able to fight, she had to fight only in one place. She probably has fights left on her contract, to be honest. Probably. But is she going to fight? I put that even I put that up there with Elon stepping in the cage. Well, she did say that a while ago that chances were slim to none that she would come back. But, yeah. Eddie, she did say she did say that she would come back for one person. Now, I know Dana White. I mean, I, I, I don't even want to say this, Eddie, because, I mean, I know Dana White doesn't talk about gimmick fights, right? And I, I know that, right? <laughs> oh, no. So doesn't he doesn't do that. But she said that she'd come back against Gina Carano. What if, what if we keep the featherweight division alive and they fight in the featherweight title? Or they fight to close it out. Sure. At UFC 300. Yes. Musk, Zuckerberg, Carano, Rousey, Jim Miller. I mean, it's just a great card right there. You know, they talk about silly season in sports. It's the middle of the summer. We're in it. You know who I bet is really kicking himself, though? That barstool guy. What's his name? Dave something? Dave Portnoy? Don't, don't they have like a fight uh, thing? Rough and round. Uh, there, there you go. He is really kicking himself that he didn't jump on to the Elon Zuckerberg thing first. I mean, Dana would have trumped him still. Yes. But he at least made some noise. You know, I mean, UFC's bigger than that. So I, I, I think I see that. Eddie, let me hit you with some new fights, though. We, we've talked about nonsense. Now it's time to not talk about nonsense, right? UFC. What, what, do you know our brand? UFC Nashville, <laughs> August 5th. Verna Jandaroba was supposed to fight Tatiana Suarez. Mm-hmm. Now, I love this fight so much more. Tatiana Suarez is fighting Jessica Andrade. That's, oh, yeah. a, that's a great fight. That's a huge, oh, huge yeah. step up, and that's awesome. I love that fight. Uh, in Boston, stop rubbing your nipples. you got Henry Cejudo versus Marlon Vera and, oh, 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 yeah. and Rob Font versus Song Yudong. This is in addition to Aljamain Sterling and Sean O'Malley. This is like a, a Bantamweight like Grand Prix going on Grand there. Prix, yeah. Fantastic. Uh, UFC Singapore, you got Anthony Smith versus Ryan Span 2. You got Talia Santos versus Aaron Blanchfield. So you, you talked Ooh. about Blanchfield. She talked about going up. This fight was actually supposed to happen earlier this year. It did not. Uh, Santos had to pull out the week before. And, uh, and now this fight is, is hopefully going to happen uh, right now. So let's, uh, let's make that happen. I can't Here's wait. Uh, also, week. also we go. you got uh, Chitty Nojikawani versus Michael Olajacek. And you got J.J. Aldrick versus Liang Na. And then at Paris, you got Azamat Mirzakana versus Vulcan Ozdemir. And then, Eddie, coming back, you have oh. Mano Fierro versus Rose Namajunas. And Rose is actually moving up. What do you think of this move for Rose coming back and moving up? Uh, I love that she's coming back. And the thing about Rose is she wouldn't come back if she wasn't ready. You know, she takes her mental health very seriously. And we know that when I went to the premiere of her, of her movie, uh, Thug Rose, here at the Austin Film Festival, um, it was up in the air whether or not she would come back. And that was, what, last summer? Man, it's been a long time. Wow. Um, but, yeah, it's, first of all, like I said, you know, she'll be re- more ready mentally. And the fact that, you know, Rose has been around a while. She's getting a little older, probably a little harder to make 115. And who knows, in all this time off, maybe she's been uh, packing on some, uh, some muscle. So I'm looking forward to it. And it's cool that Paris gets that. 
because that could uh, it's not going to main event, but it could if if necessary. Yeah, it's going to be a great one. Uh, just a couple other ones: uh, UFC 293 Manel Cop versus Kaikar France, uh, and then UFC Fight Night September 16th. Not a pay per view as of right now. The de September. It is going to be the champion Alexa Grasso versus the challenger Valentina Shevchenko. Going to be oh. in Vegas. I think it's at T-Mobile. Going up against Canelo, though. Wow. <laughs> Alexa, going off. I'm not sure what's happening. Alexa, please stop. Did you hear her talking about Canelo right there? Oh, my God. This is why I don't have one of those in my home, dude. That's just creepy. They're always listening. Guys, we're keeping that in. the cell phones are listening. That's not going anywhere. That's, that's staying in. Also on the fight card, Chris oh, yeah, Curtis versus Anthony Hernandez. That evening. Uh, but yeah, the um, first off, having a title fight on a fight night is uh, reminiscent unexpected. of old days. Yeah, it's unexpected, but the fact that it's on DAC says, and you've got a Mexican champion on Mexican Independence Day, that's awesome. Uh, and going up against Canelo, um, I suggest you uh, have it a little bit earlier because <laughs> Canelo versus Charlo, dude. What's the chance, Eddie, that, that Canelo's going to sit and wait? Just like uh, he did for uh, Nate Diaz and uh, Jorge Not Masvidal. a chance in hell. Yeah, I don't think so either. This one, this one Even, they don't wait for. Yeah, this Canelo wouldn't wait for Nate and Masvidal either now. Yeah. All right, guys. That is What's Up With That. That is New Fights. Guys, you're listening to Fight Night right here on 104.9 The Horn. HornFM.com. We will be right back. Until next time. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome back to Fight Night on 104.9 The Horn, hornfm.com. That's Eddie. I'm Jordan. You can find us at Fight Night ATX on Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook. Eddie, the UFC is back this week at the Apex. They're coming back from Jacksonville, and they're coming up with a middleweight main event that could have, Eddie, it could have title implications only if. Kevin uh, or uh, uh, Robert Whitaker and Drake Dubuzas can't go. But you got Str- Sean Strickland versus Abu Supian Magomedov in the main event. Uh, Magomedov for you to say. is 25 and 4. Uh, he's only had one fight in the UFC. He beat Dustin Stolfus, uh, TKO first round. That was back at UFC Fight Night 209 uh, in who France. Who is he replacing? So he's not replacing anybody at all. This was actually named. Dana White came out. They just cannot find a guy to fight him. He is a. Uh, he actually defeated Sadabo Sai back in the uh, in the playoffs in the Professional Fighters League. That was a couple years ago. Uh, but this is a. He's a tough fighter. He's a good fighter. Uh, and and you got Sean Strickland out there just saying I'll fight anybody. Yeah, he is crazy. He yeah. will fight anybody. Yeah. Uh, co-main event. I know you're not going to say it's a co-main event, but you got Damir Ismagulov versus Grant Dawson. Uh, Damir, I mean, no, he had a, a great record. He was 24 and one until he fought Armin Saruki, and Armin Saruki fought last week. That's a he's a great fighter. Grant Dawson, uh, another up and comer. He's 19 and one. Uh, so you got some good. I mean, just good up and comers on this fight card. Max Griffin versus Michael Morales. Arian Elipsky uh, versus Melissa Gatto. Uh, Eddie, but there's there's a glaring a glaring miss here on this fight card. Tell me yes, what it is. is. 
Kevin Lee, the best-known fighter on the card, is topping the prelims. And I know you say, oh, it's, uh, they're both on ESPN, ESPN+. Plus. There really aren't prelims. <clears throat> that makes it worse. He's the best-known fighter on the card. He should at least be, you know, quote-unquote co-main uh, position. I mean, he is fighting green, not... Uh, I'm not even going to try to say his last name, Fakradinov, uh, but I don't know. I don't even know who that is. So uh, I mean, gotta, I don't know who Dismo- Demir Ismagulov is. You either. should, you should. That they he has been fighting on in the UFC. The, that's on you, uh, Eddie. Uh, you also got BKFC 46 uh, Newcastle, and uh, there's a little bit of boxing as well. Uh, so that is good. But Eddie, uh, you mentioned oh, yeah. it before. Marshall. Forbidden Door is happening or happened last week. Sports guys talking wrestling coming up next. Talking about. Uh, you know, AEW, WWE guys. New Japan, yeah. We are so proud to be the MMA show of Texas. Uh, tell your friends, follow us at Fight Night ATX on Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook, and have a great day. Thanks so much for listening. Hey, keep safe, be nice to each other, stay positive and love your life. And if we ever didn't thank you, let us do it now. Happy trails to you. Till we meet again. <laughs>